0: Hello and welcome to Walk in the Earth Podcast. I'm Justin Castle calling in from Astoria, New York. Um, I'm proud to announce that this week's episode is our first ever guest hosted episode. What does that mean? That means somebody went out there in the world, recorded a conversation that they found interesting and sent it to us. Um, If you have an idea for an episode, you want to be a guest on on the podcast or you have your own conversation that you recorded, you can send it to us. Um, You can email me at justin at wtepodcast.com or mike at wtepodcast.com. Make sure it's in MP3 format and no more than 30 to 40 minutes. Anyway, back to this week's episode. Um, Our guest host, Amy, who you meet in the previous episode of Walking the Earth podcast, um, is traveling to Germany and meets up with her friend Nina, who is in Berlin. Uh, Nina is a Persian-German-American, a two-time refugee who has experienced 22 years of statelessness. Um, And basically, Amy and Nina are sitting in Nina's apartment having this conversation, which you're about to hear. Uh, The audio is a little bit raw, but the conversation is so good, we just wanted you to hear it. Anyway, here is Amy and Nina in Berlin. Enjoy.
1: Hi, welcome to Walking the Earth Podcast. I'm Amy, guest hosting, and I'm with my amazing friend Nina. Can I say your last name? Yeah. Kamui, Nina Kamui. We're in this, like, fucking crazy balcony in Berlin in, like, Charlottensburg. Where Char- are we?
2: Charlottenburg. yeah.
1: Charlottenburg. <laughs> um, and I've known Nina for a long time. I met her when she was visiting Baltimore. Uh, so you are, like, a two-time refugee, like, 22 years of statelessness, um, uh, third culture, like, Persian, German, American, um, most recently and most importantly now a mom. And you recently finished your master's in European literature on, like, something cool... Uh, You work for an interesting publication that is, like, communist or something?
2: Um, Yeah, it it was communist. It's not really... uh,
1: Like one of those leftist things? Yeah, a
2: collective. It started as a collective.
1: And you were doing translation for refugees here for a while?
2: Exactly. So when the surge, there was a huge surge of of refugees from Afghanistan. I was doing Farsi translations for them in hospitals and also a lot over the phone because I was pregnant and I couldn't really, like, I wasn't that mobile. Mobile.
1: Well, yeah. Wait, so. h- why do people speak Farsi in Afghanistan?
2: Um, it's like, Dari and Pashto, these are all, like, dialects and they're related to Farsi. So I could, like, talk to them and understand them and they understood me, but it wasn't, like. Always smooth translation, but I did as the best i could
1: wow, yeah <laughs> um, what's like uh the craziest or nicest thing you you were able to pass on for someone
2: well, there was actually i think the most intense thing because I was pregnant was i was I did this um translation for a couple, an Iranian couple it wasn't like what weren't refugees but like They had a kid, I mean the woman was pregnant, and the kid was sick, so like I had to translate that her child probably had a cyst in his heart and his brain, and I had to translate this and I was pregnant at the same, like I was pregnant, she was pregnant, my healthy, my baby was healthy, I was like privileged in every way, like more privileged than her, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry that I have to tell you these news. But I also told her that medicine, modern medicine, isn't always um, exact or truthful in every way and that she shouldn't be too worried when they tell her that her child is a cyst in her brain, in, in its brain, I guess, because sometimes people with cysts in their brains can survive.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, modern medicine definitely isn't everything. Yeah. Um, it definitely thinks of its, uh, or we think of our medicine as exact and the cure for everything and there there can't be anything else that we haven't discovered yet yeah um do you have you been able to keep in touch with anybody
2: no but i offered them to i offered them to call me again but they didn't and um there was one family that kept i think that's the baby oh that's the baby yeah i think they kept in touch with me like beyond um One of the translation sessions, I guess. And I had to help them find their way to Sweden. Sweden? Yeah. What's wrong with here? Because at some point everyone realized, or a lot of people realized that... Well, also, Germany had this, like... Did you stop it? Uh, no, I okay. can if you Okay, want no, to. no, it's fine. I'm, I guess I'll stop talking and then I'll go to the baby and then we can continue later. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, like, at some point Germany decided we're not going to take Afghan refugees anymore.
1: Just Afghan?
2: Afghan. And also Eastern European. Because a lot of them were also refugees from their countries. But anyway, so, like, um, uh, at some point they realized this and the Afghan refugees were like, oh, shit, what are we going to do? So people decided to go to Sweden, so it was a lot of people going to Sweden so they could get help there or support because they thought that Germany wasn't going to give give them the support, which is true.
1: So does Germany accept, like, who does Germany accept right now?
2: Right now it's mostly Syrians, but I think some of the Afghan people that came before a certain time are also being helped or accommodated or, yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay, I can pause this while you do baby stuff. I'll bring her here. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, Nina has a three-month-old beautiful baby named Nusha. Uh, It's a Farsi name. I think it means, like, light or, or, like, something cute, whatever. And uh, we're going to have to deal with that in a good way. Um, Okay, so now there's a baby here. She looks content. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we were talking about refugees in (laughs) Berlin. Yeah, If we can.
2: Yeah, we can. She will allow us.
1: Won't you? Um, Well, what is it? So Nusha is an American? She will
2: be an American and a German, but she will not be an Iranian because um, my husband is not a Muslim.
1: Whoa. Yeah. So that, okay.
2: So he would have to become a Muslim, I think, to become, so she could.: get...
1: It's kind of funny, I guess. Uh, maybe I should pause this again. Well, you were just, like, breastfeeding an infant. Um, <laughs> when you're, like, in Berlin as, like, um, someone who grew up here f- for 11 years and then in America for, like, 10 years, but you've always been Iranian. Um, like, what is it like to have a baby here? Like, Do you feel like people look at you as a German? As just like a woman with dark hair? As an American? Because you can speak all three languages like, kind of perfectly, and you're educated.
2: Well, like, that's a really difficult question because that's, I think, what's been... Um haunting me all of my life. <laughs> it's like, what am I? Am I German? Am I American? Am I Iranian? I feel like I've had like, I'm going through certain phases. So like right now I've rediscovered my German side, I guess, through the last six years of Berlin. And now I'm going through an Iranian phase, like deeply intensely. Um, my journey in, in finding myself, I guess, in Berlin that was kind of, a, it ended kind of in a dark way, and it ended with me realizing I will never be German, I guess.
1: Do you want to be? No,
2: but I, I guess I just had to ex- accept the fact that I will never have a sense of place the way that, like, a lot of people have.
1: Is that, like, you, or are people treating you that way?
2: Okay, so, yeah, it was, like, I had a lot of German friends at the beginning, because I was trying to, like, figure out what... I wanted to understand the German mindset, I wanted to be it. And, And, like, so I felt often, I felt, like, excluded in their jokes, and in their, like, their references, and the things they knew about German history, and TV, and stuff. And, yeah, so I felt like an outsider. But, like... I've had people be racist fucks to me, yeah. I've had people be, real like... Something that happened to me like I don't know why this should happen to me more now that I have a baby or that I'm pregnant. When I was pregnant too, like weird shit happened to me where I was like like people were so rude to me, like one time, like this guy like drove up like I was like crossing the street and he was like driving really fast towards us and I was like I showed him the middle finger, like, how dare you? drive that fast like I'm crossing the street and I'm pregnant we need to slow the fuck down and the dude got out of the car and said I'm gonna break your fucking fingers you oh bitch
1: my God. <laughs> and I was
2: like what like I do this in fucking Baltimore City or like yeah. <laughs> and nothing happens you know what I mean and suddenly I do it in Berlin and I'm pregnant I'm fucking pregnant and the dude is such an asshole and he didn't stop. He would not stop until I backed the fuck down. And Ew. I didn't back down. I just
1: walked away. This is why you should carry a gun with you. I swear to God. But do you think, like, you're noticing this because you're, like, more present um, in reality? In reality. Yeah,
2: I think that might be it. Um, and then, like, the other day, I was, like, not the other day, like, two months ago, no, like, five months ago. <laughs> was, Yesterday? Yeah, I was in a, at a party and this white German me if i'm circumcised because i'm iranian oh my god and i was like he was like he didn't mean it in like a naive i don't know way he meant it in a ha 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 i'm gonna put you down way
1: whoa and i was like oh "Oh my god God. like i was like this is
2: worse than being called a terrorist this is worse than being called a, a muslim whatever this is like really deep and dark like like, asking a pregnant woman, I was pregnant at the time, asking me about if I'm circumcised. I was like, you disgusting piece of shit. And then I told people, like, I didn't react that way, and I'm still upset about it. I tried to act of in course. a diplomatic way. And I, Dude, I, I would
1: have been like, here's my pussy, like, uh, lick it. like yeah, <laughs> eat it, and then I'm going to stab you in the face at, like, the moment of orgasm. Yeah. Or I, Son of a bitch. Whoa. But you're not mm. even Muslim. No, I guess I'm not, but I guess I For am. For no I'm offense, not sure. I, like, we'll be whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm not Muslim,
2: but I have, like, Muslim roots, and it's like, if you're gonna be that much of, a, of an asshole. But anyway, so yeah, stuff Whoa. like that has happened, like, or people looking at me weird, yeah, I mean. Just, like, since you've been here? Since I've been here, like, stuff like that has happened occasionally where people are, Like, one time I was, like, at a hospital with, like, refugees. And, um... Like, recently? Yeah, recently, too. And, like... Whoa, she just pooped. Wait, how wall. do you know? Do you hear the volcano erupting? In I thought that tempers? was her
1: mouth, because she was, like, farting, like, making farty... Oh, wait, she's pooping? Mm-hmm. And she's looking me in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I have never like looked someone in the eye while they were shitting. Yeah, this is like um some kind of a fetish thing. <laughs> Beep, now you're laughing. Um
2: But we- yeah, so like I was standing in line like trying to get food for them. And then the woman starts talking to them in like this like it'alic like like Italian like accent, like not hero, there you know what I mean? Like
1: I uh, like go eat the spicy meatball. Like, yeah, that's like Wait, like what? as if like we were
2: Italians or something. I was like, look, we can speak German. Like you don't, you're not like what the fuck are you like talking to some some weird accent for <laughs> like with like these weird like words. I was like, we speak German. And then she was like, oh, uh, but yeah, it's just like stuff like that sometimes where I'm, I get upset.
1: Well, how much of, of, like, like all this stuff do you think is people being mean versus people, like, literally having no idea that they're being racist or, like, they, they think you're Italian or, like, American or Spanish or, or something? like? Yeah, I guess, like, that's a fine line, but if I feel offended, I'm going to say something. I okay. guess that's, yeah. the,
2: that's the litmus test of is, is it racist or not? As if I'm offended, then you did something wrong. Okay. I'm going
1: to pay for this. Yeah. um, But, like, you are really cool and knew about all the the places to be before they became places to be. Like, how did... You did something right (laughs) for a while, or maybe, like, overdid it socially, but, like... Yeah, I had a little too much fun, I guess, in Berlin, but, like...
2: yeah. It's also connected to other things, I guess.
1: Yeah. Um, well, yesterday we were in Moabit. Yes. How do you say it? Uh, which it seems like it's becoming a new up and coming neighborhood, uh, but is not there yet. Um, and we were hanging out with uh, two of your artist friends um, at Lucas's place. Art artworks. Is that how yeah. you say it? Artworks. artworks. Um, <laughs> And you you said you lived in Moabit for a year? A year and a half, yeah. And um, it used to be, like,
2: mostly Arabic migrants. And then, you know, artists heard about it. Rent is cheap, the houses are still old and not really, like done up yet. It wasn't really developed, like, I didn't... Yeah, there's no development there yet, And but it's coming, it's totally coming, it's gonna hit that neighborhood in the next year, like, crazy.
1: So before that, Neukun was the cool place? Exactly, before that, Neukun was, like, the hip place, now that's been gentrified, and, um... And then before that was Friedrichstein, or, like, part of... Exactly, before that was Friedrichstein, and then before ah! that was
2: Quenstein. Prince Lauerberg.
1: Prince Berg, yeah. I will never be able to say that. Oh, that's where Sasha lives, lived.
2: Exactly. Prince
1: Lauerberg.
2: Schöneberg used to be kind of cool too, but. that's oh, yeah, where that's David the... Bowie, Bowie like recorded his music. Yeah,
1: Whoa. that's like the the gay area now. Exactly. <coughs> yeah, I went to um. Like there a used sex to be museum. some like
2: fascists <coughs> that there too. Like it's kind of like sometimes known for being a little bit
1: fascist. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> yeah. um, but there were like skinheads in Moabi too or something? Well they did, their, they demonstrated
2: through the neighborhood, they did, I guess, PEGIDA, which is like this... PEGIDA? PEGIDA, which is this like racist uh, pro-Germany, pro-Germany group, I guess, that demonstrates against migrants and four jobs for Germans and stuff like that. So they went, like, they marched through a mostly Arabic community, like, purposely. Uh. And, like, a lot of people, like, reacted to that, you know? And some people were like, don't react. Why do you react? Let them be free. Let them speak their mind. I was like, no, I'm going to tell them they're shitty. Like, yeah. they should hear from me that they're shitty.
1: So they're not, they're just marching. They're not, like physically doing stuff?
2: There have been attacks on refugees.
1: There
2: have been all kinds of things in that vein. Um, Yeah, there have been attacks. I can't... I don't have a specific case in mind right now. Um, But there has been stuff, violence because of it.
1: And more so since... um, like, Syria since, like, five years ago or so when, like, the Arab Uprising started, or just always this has been... Well, it's
2: always been an issue, like, this, but the Syrian thing is the newest, uh, I guess, they're the newest scapegoats <laughs> for the Germans. Oh, um, okay. For the Germans.
1: So, for the record, I've, I've been here for a while, and I have not seen one, uh, I, I don't know necessarily how you can tell someone's a refugee, but i haven't seen any camps or people who are like hey i'm a refugee i've seen a couple of t-shirts refugees welcome a couple of signs and stickers but they're like america makes it out to be like there's this huge crisis europe is like overflowing with these hungry starving helpless people and i don't see them mm-hmm. um and i don't know like what what can we do should we do anything or like how do we try to help without fucking things up? Because the U.S. always does that. Well, the that, U.S. You know?
2: should just accept refugees. Like I think that's like horrible. They don't take any.
1: No, we we did. Like, like Baltimore 20? Rescue Committee took a lot. But um, I don't think that much. But it's such a it's such a, no not enough. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also such a process. Probably, need,
2: like the country has so much space, so many resources. Like they could have really taken much more. And like for instance, Germany took like. I don't know how much, like, million.
1: Whoa.
2: And, yeah, so, like.
1: Are they able to, like, like, work, or do they just have to stay in, like, designated spaces and, like, not move? Um, that takes a while. Like, they're working on, like,
2: um, putting people, like, giving people work, putting them in school, or teaching them German and stuff, and, like. Germany is really into this word integration. Integration, like integrating people, which I think is also racist in some way. Like, why do we, why do people need to be integrated? Maybe they don't want to be integrated. Maybe they're just sixty years old and can't learn a language, you know? Because it's like, you know what I mean. Make those ra- resources available. Don't force people to take some class so yeah. that they can be part of your society.
1: And a yeah. lot of times the classes are like like things you have to take to, to pass yeah. are like impossible exams yeah. um, are like designed for failure anyway. Exactly. Um, so
2: that's, those are the things that are happening. Yeah. And the German language is kind of not
1: easy to learn. It I mean, just, the grammar is it's just, it's such an ugly language yeah. and everything, like the words are so long, like yeah. Schmüttenbergen mit in yeah. or whatever. Yeah. That just means like, wall. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> and so English is
1: way easier and...
2: Maybe... Um, yeah, so it's tough for people to integrate in quotation marks because the language sucks.
1: <laughs> Maybe we can talk about some like happier things. Yeah.
2: Uh, like well, I clouds guess we,
1: we the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, do you want to say anything about your thesis and like.
2: Yeah, so I did this thesis gender and space in the literature of Iranian dias- diaspora. And I kind of, like, analyzed a third space that I designated as a space where the writer or the narrator um, is able to figure out discrepancies within her identity. Like, through, through writing? Through just uh, the story, through the narrative. Okay. Okay. So, um, or certain characters.
1: So, like, you can ask. <laughs> I, I don't know, um, I don't, like, like, is there familiar literature or, like, books that you would recommend people to read and, like, translations? Yeah. Or you can just talk a little bit more. Yeah, so, shanush Parsi poor,
2: wrote this book called Women Without Men. Well, I'm kind of upset about this master's thesis because, sorry, like, when we, when I talk about it, I'm, I always get upset because my professor gave me a critique that was really harsh, and um, I still feel kind of upset about it.
1: Maybe um, you could, have you thought about, like, doing something more with it, not, like, to please them, but to expand it? Yeah, I think I'm going to have to do some more with it.
2: Cool. Well I was told that like my thesis wasn't like my thesis was wrong in a feminist sense. like the book was not feminist and I should have criticized it more but it was ri- written by an Iranian woman and um, yeah so this is one, one of the things that I was upset about. But yeah, it's a really good book. It's about like it follows the lives of um, Iranian women. There's also a movie that was made about it.
1: What's the Um, movie called?
2: The movie is called Women Without Men.
1: Well, I like the title.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) I think. So,
2: it just follows these women and it's like, in some ways, I guess, radical, in some ways it's not, but I think it like, involves all, involves kind of like the whole spectrum of, of the feminine voice. Like, it doesn't just have like, the radical, queer Feminist, it has like everything in it. You know, it has the mar- married woman, it has the pregnant woman, it has the mother, it has the everything. So, yeah.
1: Do you think that like living here, this is like why you're writing and, and studying what you're studying? Um, yeah. Or from your own experiences that led you to that? Yeah, definitely. Like the gender thing, I
2: definitely. Reflected on a lot. What am I? Am I a man? Am I a woman? Am I what am I? Am I a human being?
1: You're like Nina. Yeah, and then I realized, whoa, I'm Nina. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa.
2: (laughs) And then like space, I think, is also very interesting because um, figuring out like what space means, what environment means, what like effects certain rooms or situations have on a human being. That was very interesting to me. So, space was the third space was like a a fictive world in which um, the narrator uh, was able to deal with, like I said, discrepancies in in identity. Like, um, yeah. Is there any kind of conclusion? The conclusion? No, it was just like a description of
1: that situation, I guess, in the, in these novels. So it's like um, I don't know, existing in a perpetual state of I don't know discomfort or like not having. So home. these, yeah. So
2: these. So what I said was like the third space was like a way to solve a lot of these discrepancies, and that was my my conclusion, I
1: guess. Huh. Um. Oh, cool. I don't want to go into this more because it's, like, difficult, yeah. I think, to explain to some people. Yeah. But I also um, haven't,
2: like, I did this, like, two, three years ago and I've had a lot of stuff
1: happen. Between oh, that. yeah. <laughs> like. um, can you talk about, like, some fun times in, like, some of the places you've lived? Like, you've just lived so many parts of this city.
2: Yeah, like... Fun times?
1: Yeah. Yeah, like adventures?
2: Yeah, or like yeah, one a one time sprint. I like
1: squatted the university, and that was really funny. You like lived in Humboldt, Humboldt University. Humboldt university. In, in
2: the lecture room where Albert Einstein gave his theories on relativity. So we squatted that fucking lecture hall. It was like the biggest lecture hall at Humboldt University, and we were like four people at the end still. Squatting, so it was like four people hanging out in this giant room.
1: What What does squatting mean here? Like squatting just hanging out, or like living and like shitting and fucking and eating and sleeping? I mean, I
2: guess it means different things to different people, but
1: ours was like we had a political agenda, I guess. Okay.
2: We wanted, um, I mean, a place that we design ourselves for ourselves, and in which we can have political discussions, philosophical. Uh, feminist, uh, queer, whatever. We could just, like, live ourselves in this room without, like, the university giving us any kind of structure or telling us when or why or what. You know what I mean? Like, we wanted a key. We wanted it to be our room. Yeah. Whoa. And um, in the end, we got that room. You...
0: Oh, wow. We did, but
2: they changed the... But I guess someone made a, a mistake or something happened and we lost that room again. I talked to the president of Humboldt University once, even. Oh, dang! We like we had a meeting with him and he called me like an arrogant woman, and I was like, "You son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> don't say that to me." Um, um, it just—he's a real—he's a real conservative, and I was literally like I was just sitting there, looking like I look, and he called me arrogant. I don't know.
1: It just, I don't know, if this happened in America, there would be, like, so many articles, like, in, in city papers, on, like, Gawker, like, on these websites, like, racist man is, like, super racist and sexist to, like, awesome, like, Iranian woman, and then, like, he would be stoned to death, and, or, not stoned to well, like, he would be destroyed on the internet and I can't believe like that doesn't really happen here you just have to not give up but that you're i guess that you have the freedom to
2: or i just thought like well not always cuz the cops here are getting way more aggressive you, like berlin after the fall of the wall was a kind of like free city like you could do anything there are so many buildings that were that were Empty. Like, there was so much infrastructure that wasn't, like, being
1: used. So, like, there were squats that were made and, like... But, like, that's the idea that I had of it and, like, have experienced here. Like, just do whatever and have yeah. fun. And then I hear about, like, bad shit and, and like, what Flu uh, was saying yesterday. Like, it's getting harder and, like, crack down more on, like, drugs and um, gentrification is happening everywhere. I guess it's um, really the opposite... Of what I thought this city was like, maybe because I'm hanging out with real people and not, um, like, privileged German Yeah, like, it used to
2: be, it used to be, like, way more open, way more free. And that's why, like, a lot of us are, like, disillusioned a little bit by it. Yeah. But there are still pockets of freedom to be found but it's harder and harder to find them and they're being pushed out more and more and I guess the city is kind of turning into like the next New York and with the the gentrification happening and, and prices of rent going up really high like it's becoming almost unaffordable like I remember like renting out an apartment for 250 euros
1: Yeah, and you were talking about, like, a room for 50 or 100 a month. Yeah,
2: I mean, that's cheap, but, like, it's still not what it used to be. Like, it used to be way easier, and, like, Yon, for instance, is from Berlin. Yon is my partner. Um, And he's from Berlin, and he, like, says, yeah, it used to be totally different here. Like,
1: What happened? Do you know? Can you, like, point something, like... Yeah, just Merkel, became, like 9 11. Yeah, like it
2: became really popular and everyone wanted to live here and like money arrived here and power wanted to have a piece of the cake.
1: Whoa. Yeah. But still though, like Berlin has three and a half million people, New York has like eight million. There are still so many more like parks and there is so much open space. Um, and people don't seem devastated if they miss the the train like in New York if, if you miss your like ride that comes another like in nine minutes you just see people like oh like my oh, life is wow. over I have to go back to Starbucks yeah. like it it is calmer at least in what yeah. I've seen yeah it's definitely not like Maybe. this like
2: Sometimes I felt felt in, in in the States, after coming from a small city in Germany when I moved to the States to Baltimore, I was like, whoa, there's more in the streets. People are, like, it's like a fight constantly to, like, survive. <laughs> like, in Germany, people are way chiller. And they're, they help each other, and they watch out for each other, but I guess, like, and they also know how to enjoy life, like, hedonism yeah. is a big yeah. thing here. Hedonism? Hedonism, like... This idea that you should enjoy your life to the fullest, like pleasure is all. Yeah,
1: totally.
2: Um, but yeah, so like that's a huge thing. Like people just like believe in goodness, enjoyment, Good enjoyment. Yeah, like you enjoy your cigarette. You don't just like chain smoke the shit out of it. You enjoy it. You enjoy your glass of wine. You enjoy your food. Like you don't just like stuff like fried chicken into you or like I don't know a hamburger or like. Yeah. You like, you're like, you aware of what you're
1: food. doing and you yeah, feel it. Yeah, awareness, exactly. Awareness. Like, like, really into, like, awareness. Oh. And like
2: being grateful for what you have. Like even if you have little, like Germans are very, very... Like I've known people who like live off of welfare and were like the happiest people on earth. It's like, wow.
1: Awesome. Yeah, it's taught like, me a lot
2: too.
1: Okay. I'm on welfare, what's up? <laughs> I... I have Obamacare. <laughs> it's, it's great. Um, is that uh, what do you, is that what you love most about Germany? Um, yeah, it's like kind of like this social mentality
2: that like, hey, I'm, I don't exist alone in this world. like We all have to share what we have because if we, if one person doesn't share, or if like some people don't share and just hog all the shit, all the resources, then like no one's gonna have anything anymore. Capitalism. Yeah, like if you don't share, like who's gonna help you when your fucking company crashes and you fucking die? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like who's gonna help you when your kid has cancer? Who's gonna give you a hug? The so government give a hug bailouts to will hug you. Yeah, no, you gotta just like give out hugs to get hugs, yo. Know?
1: Like Yeah. It's not, like okay. You can't just like take all the hugs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> I don't know. This baby's kind of taking everything right now. Yeah. But she'll will. she'll give back. She better. Um, so what about Baltimore? Like, what do you like about going back to Baltimore besides that? Like, I'm usually there, and and your parents are there. Um, Baltimore. Oh my God.
2: <laughs> Baltimore is just like fun. It's just like it's itself it's like not self-conscious i feel like it's just like hey i'm here like take it or leave it and there's some cities that are very self-conscious i would say like dc oh yeah it's like Rome. like am i cool enough am i like rich enough am i like you know all these things and like baltimore's just baltimore
1: would you do you like going back and forth between Baltimore and Berlin? Yeah, that's what I do and I love doing that but I also would like maybe even move back
2: at some point okay yeah but like I don't know I kind of don't want to stick around Berlin too long I always get like these I guess people in Germany say human im Arsch, which means bees in the butt. Human im Ash. Yeah, so you're like, you've got bees in the butt, Wait. so you need to like, you feel like you have to move because yeah. these bees are like in your butt.
1: Wow, yeah. do you know the song Bees in the Trap by Nicki Minaj? No, is it good? It's like, really good. Oh my god. I still, I don't <laughs> understand what it's about and I've like looked up the lyrics so many times, but I, I still don't get it. Yeah. Um, but it's great. Okay, cool. Yeah.
2: I'll listen to that. I, even, I haven't even, like, given... I haven't even. I, I heard about this thing in the States. Oh, like, I can't even? even? Yeah, like, this even It's a meme. Thing. Oh, okay. It's, I, I thought it was, like, a real thing.
1: It's like a reaction. Like, you see a baby. This mm. baby, like chilling in this fucking chair thing like just like a cat. I can't even like I can't even it's just like so cute it, i don't it can't even exist it's like um like i want to to give love to like eat and to like orgasm <laughs> and to squeeze the baby like you want to have many feelings all at once okay, um okay. what is, is there a german word for like like overflow
0: yeah,
1: yeah i don't like, even know and there's,
2: I don't think they have this yet, but I think it was at some point i write here, too. Germans love American culture. Oh, but yeah. But they don't like American politics, so they'll love you and they'll hate you at the same time.
1: <laughs> Picky.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, has having a baby and being in Germany inspired you to write more?
2: Yeah, having a baby has like given me, has kind of like solved an issue in me. There was like a knot inside of me that I've been able to open with her and also with finishing my master's. You mean like opening your vagina? Yeah, like I opened my vagina, I feel like I opened my heart. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, no, like I figured out okay, these are the important things in life. Like happiness. Like I can give her food and stuff, but like what really makes her happy is when I like I'm with her and I look into her eyes. Like does it like these toys don't matter to her. Like if I'm right with her, now, she's, yeah, I guess. But right now she's just like happy, like when I'm with her.
1: Do you think you could be happy with her in one place and like not as happy with her in another, or it doesn't matter because like she is home and she is your location? I, I
2: think I'd be happier if my family was there because I feel like I'm missing kind of out on the on the Iranian side of myself. That's why I'm really like adamant about like. Keeping up with Iranian things or meeting Iranian people or eating Iranian food. Like, I gobble that shit up like it's. Yeah. I don't know.
1: But you, you can find that here. I have that here, the resources. But my
2: next trip is going to be Iran. Yeah, we're with gonna. Her.
1: And I'm going go to go, too. Yeah, and you're coming with us.
2: And, yeah. And um, we got to, like, I have to see Iran. Like, that's, like, before I die. I need to see Iran. But it's, like, not even before I die. Before, like, I want to like, go to Iran a lot. I want to have a relationship to that country. Like, otherwise, I'll go insane again soon. <laughs> like, I don't know how many years I'll take, but I'll go insane.
1: Okay, well, let's, yeah, let's go. We'll make this happen. <laughs> let's
2: go. Um, Do you want me to talk about drugs? Yeah, sure, okay, talk cool. about... Um, so drugs, like, the thing that really, I really liked about Berlin is, like, they had a really open drug culture. Like, you could, like, get them easily and consume them easily without issues. Like, you would just have, like, a mirror, like, in the park, and you would just, like, snort your stuff. Or, like, you just, like, take shrooms anywhere, and it's fine. And, like, people are high all the time, and it's fine. You know what I mean? And people are, like... Germans aren't like that, That they'll, like, look down on someone, like... Oh, you're high, you're bad,
1: yeah, that was what struck me like so many people do heroin is that what you say, like doing heroin or I like guess, yeah, and they're like functional yeah and and yeah, just like in america like oh you're you're a c- evil rapist criminal, bad yeah, guy if you're an addict, or I guess if you
2: consume anything like that, yeah,
1: yeah, what is um like fun? Fun drug or, or like what? Because you came uh, here and things were very different in I think 2009, 2010. Yeah. the you beginning came of 2010. And like,
2: you, what
1: was your question? To me? Uh, like what is? Because you got really cool and you like, like what was um the scene you were in like? Where was okay, it and so what I was, was like
2: it? Kind of part of like the psytrance scene, I guess. Dark psy like. Dark, Dark like music.
1: certain kind of music, yeah,
2: but, like, they're, like, I guess, psychi- psychedelic... psychedelics. Psychedelic, so yeah, like, I guess hippies, yeah, you call them, like, hippies, but, like, real hippies, not ones that go around and be like, oh my god, heart, and, like, oh my god, sun, and stuff, so they're, like, people who are really real about, like, they know about suffering in the world, but they also, like, want to take their fucking drugs and enjoy them.
1: So kind of, like... <laughs>
2: Buddhist-y. I don't know, like don't know. everything, like they're very spiritual individuals, and um, there's a whole movement here that's also connected to Guage, which is like this, d- this is it's this DJ, okay, wait, talk about the DJ, yeah, so this DJ, he like, I think, um, started this movement in Germany, he like went to Goa and he like was into Goa, elect- India. Yeah, 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 and he was like into electronic music.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, and yeah, seen there for psychedelic music. Yeah, so like he started this like he like started doing I guess
2: side trance music, psychedelic trance music, and like that was really big for a while. Is still big and like they have festivals that are based on his like. All of these festivals that happen are kind of like basically. Like them. here? Kind of, yeah. Have you been to any? I've been to smaller festivals, and I've been to like smaller parties, but I haven't been to any big festivals yet. Maybe that time
1: will come, but I don't know if I'm the person for that, for that many people at once. Um, yeah. Okay, so this DJ and this kind of music, and, and what kind of like psychedelics would you do when yeah. you listen to it?
2: Whoa, like, I didn't always listen to... Or science, you as in, like, like one. Yeah, like, I would, like, listen, like, I would take, oh my god, I would take, like, DMT and, like, ketamine and, like, but we would, like, do various things. Sometimes we would go walk around, sometimes we would sit and enjoy each other's company, sometimes we would listen to any kind of music. Like, I listen to anything, yeah
1: just hanging out on drugs. <laughs> um, was there a scene you, you moved into after the, the side trans thing? Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, after that, I
2: made my own scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. After that, I got into the fucking sprayer
1: scene here. The sprayer scene. <laughs> oh, that is really big, and it's still cool, right? Yeah, like that's, that's really cool. Like...
2: People still spray their names all over, and they love New York sprayers. They're, like, really into Dondi, and, like, like um, those are, like, the biggest role models for them, like, 80s, I guess, 80s, right? Yeah, it was, like, the I 80s, 80s sprayers in New York.
1: So what's interesting about the, the like, graffiti spraying scene in mm-hmm. Berlin is that it's not, like, giant art murals and, um... Like, in the way that it is in, in, I don't know, Baltimore, it's it's more about, like, having your name, just your name, like, everywhere, and it's not even your name, it's your, like, initials of your nickname or of your crew, and I would be like, I want to spray, like, a princess cat, like, on a boat, like, eating potatoes... And it's like, no, just write, like, cat or something. Yeah, but uh, there's
2: also a street art scene, so they they do kinds of murals, I guess, but not murals, I guess they do, like, everything, but... Yeah, so, like, I was in, like, U-Bahn tunnels, and I was, like... The U-Bahn is the subway of Berlin. Yeah, and, like, I was, like, helping them, like, spray. I sprayed a little bit, too, and, like, experienced some fun adventures doing that, but...
1: Like, what, did you ever get hit by a train? I didn't like-
2: get hit by a train, but I witnessed, like, not witnessed, but I definitely had a, a partner or a lover, I guess, who got hurt, which was really horrible. And, like, you, you hear about people, like, dying, and, like, no one in our group of friends died, but, like, you also have, like, cops, and st- Oh, yeah, Yoon has, like... Thing now where right? he might have to pay a thousand dollars
1: for like $2,500 s- or
2: go to jail
1: for spraying.
2: Yeah, so they're getting public. more, they're getting way more hard about harsh about like the punishment.
1: Yeah, it seems like <coughs> it used to be a chiller. Like they're getting harsh about a lot of things. Yes. Yes. Maybe you should come to Baltimore. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I should come back <laughs> to it. because it's Baltimore. like easier. Um, Can you turn the off baby. the Yeah. Medication? Okay, I think I turned it off. Um, we just took a baby out of this, like, vibrating music chair, and now she's sitting on Nina and, like, giving me the eyes again. Yeah. (laughs) Um. She loves you. Good, she better. I'm gonna buy her a lot of stuff. Um, so I know you want to go to Iran, um, what are some... with me so I, I really want to, yeah. But will you also come with me so I can change her diaper? You can just bring the thing with me. Can't with you me. just, like, figure... Can't you get an app for her butt? To get clean? Yeah, I'm sure that there will be an Android thing what? for that. Yeah. Oh, wait, you're asking know. me right now to... Okay, now we're so going to change the baby. <laughs> um, what so... you going to ask me? Um... Some other things that you really want to do before you die. Uh, they don't have to just be travel. I definitely um, want to
2: go more travel more. I want to like write a
1: couple of books, like fiction books. Um, I want to. Oh, ew. Yeah. ew. Oh my god, baby butt poop. Baby butt ew. Poop. It's <laughs> so. Yeah. But um, yeah, like, I just
2: want to see more, and I definitely want to, like, write a lot more, and I, like, want to, like, write a lot more. Like, writing is very important, and I also want to do, like, things that are important and good, like, help people on life. I don't want to, like, chill
1: at home too much. Well, I don't, th- I don't think you, like, it seems like you've been doing all of that already. Oh. Like, helping. I've been chilling a lot though.
2: That's and I'm okay. Also a mom now,
1: I guess. Right. I'm gonna have to wash
2: her butt.
1: Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but are you. Oh, um, I'm almost done. Um, I guess, like, can you. If you, you have uh, some poetry online right now. Yes. Uh, um, um, where have, can people lis- uh, check that out?
2: It's like. Shit, I don't remember the address.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I can, like, in. But you
2: can just, like, enter Nina Kamui, I guess, and find me some something. Okay.
1: Online, um, we can put uh, your information on the website. Yeah. And um, do you have anything to say about like the the publishing thing you were working for? I don't. Okay. books Verlag. Was, was a collective
2: um, publishing group that uh, started in like the '70s in in Western Germany. Um, but it has the free now. side. Yeah, but I'm gonna criticize the fuck out of it now because it's not what it used to be and Whoa. it's like kind of commercial now so I don't even care if they hear this to be honest <laughs> like <laughs>
1: so <sorry. Cool. No. laughs> okay so more publishing more traveling more time in Baltimore more um, babies more <laughs> oh, more babies some more help
2: <laughs>
1: and I guess that means more sex
2: oh yeah
1: oh yeah Okay, um, well, I think that's it. Uh, this is the
2: sound of robot being clean. <laughs> I hope okay. you enjoy it.
1: Yeah, okay, so this is Amy interviewing Nina Kamui in Berlin with uh, Baby Nusha. Uh, and we'll talk to you guys later.
0: Thank you for listening to the Walking the Earth podcast. I want to give an extra special thank you to Amy for being our first ever guest host. I want to give a thank you to Nina and, of course, Baby Nusha for the adorable baby sounds. Um, if you have an idea for a Walking the Earth podcast episode, if you've recorded a conversation, or if you'd like to be a guest, email us at mike at wtepodcast.com or justin. At WTEpodcast.com. In the meantime, thanks for listening to the Walking the Earth podcast, and we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.